What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Couple on Fire podcast, season two, episode 23. On today's episode, we're talking all about bold action, and that's coming up right now. Are you a Christian and you are looking to take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level? Then this is the channel for you. Welcome to the greatest place to be on a Tuesday night. <laughs> That's fun. I like saying that. I'm one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with the always gorgeous and birthday girl, Miss Christy. Hello. She is 18 today. No, she is not, but she looks like she is. And everybody wish her a happy birthday. There's Sarah Devine says, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Christy. Happy birthday, love. Yeah, I'm 42 today. 42 looks good on you. Aww. Yeah. So, everybody wish this wonderful woman a happy birthday. We also want to let you know there's a link down at the bottom of the screen. If you are part of a blended family and you are looking for a community to join, hit this link up. We have a brand new Facebook group that we just started to help support each other on the road of blended family living. Okay, so on today's episode, we do want to talk about bold action. Uh, you know, earlier this year, which has been maybe a couple weeks at this point because we're still in January, uh, I discussed with some uh, some friends and our life group and uh, some people at Celebrate Recovery that, you know, a big part of a phrase that I really care a lot about this year is bold action. And Christy and I were talking about this the other day, and she's like, we really should talk about this on our podcast. So today we're actually going to be talking about bold action and some um, ways that we can actually take action and scary action. So Yeah, this was Josh's thing for this year is bold action. Yeah. So I'm like, I think it's good to talk about, especially what he has been really taking bold actions, really made it a commitment to it. I mean, it's still January. So even the workout people are still working out. So we'll see how February goes. But wow, I feel like I just got stabbed in the face with that one. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, he's really sticking to it. Everybody's sticking to it. <laughs> Wow. I'm just kidding. No, no, you're good. Lord, babe. You're good. Okay, so we want to talk about bold action, and we want to just jump right into our points because I feel like uh, we're going to be able to talk a lot about this. And For over an hour. Over so an put hour. your seatbelt right. back. Right. Get your comfy pants on. All right. Point number one is be honest with yourself. Yeah, so a lot of people, it's easy to say, like, be honest with yourself. And people are like, yeah, I'm honest with myself. Are you really? Like, do you know what that means to be honest with yourself? Have you allowed yourself to accept the truth? And are you asking yourself the tough questions that need to be asked? Mm. Like, if you're saying I'm going to write a book by the end of December and it's almost the end of January, are you still just saying I want to write a book? Because it's not going to, what have you done to start it? So I think that's part of taking bold ask action is to ask yourself the tough questions. Like, am I going to do this? What is my actual deadline that I'm going to do? And also realize what your schedule looks like for you to be able to accomplish that goal. So what you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. So what are you saying yes to in meaning in turn, you're saying no to something else and even flip that around. What, what you're saying no to, like if you haven't even started writing your book yet, that means you're saying no to writing your book and you're saying yes to all these other things. That's really where your priorities are at the moment. So are you asking the tough questions like this is where I, this is the bold action I want to take. What are you going to do to ensure that you get there? What are you going to clear off your schedule? What are you going to start saying yes to, to actually put it in your schedule to start working towards it? 
Yeah. So the beginning of the years when, when I came up with this whole, like, you know, I want to focus and have bold action is, you know, I was watching everybody, they were putting out that they were, you know, a word they wanted to focus on, which, you know, for me, I was thinking, well, action. But then I really got thinking about like, okay, if I'm being honest with myself, you know, I am an action taker, but Josh, me, you know, I've been, I've gotten to my a point in life where I take action, but I take it in my comfort zone, right? I take little bits of action enough to say and feel, you know, give myself enough confidence to say, oh yeah, I'm doing something, you know? But in all reality, like if I want the needle to move in my life and in my family's life and for the kingdom, right? If I want to really push the needle for God and really be used in a powerful way, I need to step up and have bold action. I need to be really bold about the things that I do. And that means to do things in a scary way, you know, stepping outside my comfort zone intentionally. When we talk about all the time in the Christian community about stretching ourselves for Christ and, you know, stretching ourselves and, you know, for our growth spiritually and stuff, but... Are we really being honest with ourselves? You know, was I really being honest with myself? And, you know, I had to do some reflection this year because I didn't want the end of the year to come and say, you know, yeah, I did a few things, you know. No, convince I want- Convince yourself. Yeah, and convince yeah. yourself. No, that's exactly right. I want to get to the end of the year and be like, man, that was scary and I fell on my face, but, you know, because I have a great, you know, a great wife and family and friends and community, you know, I was able to pick myself back up. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, I really am at this stage in my life. And so, you know, I want to encourage you. Christy wants to encourage you. Like, step outside your comfort zone big. She's mentioning write a book because that's something that she really wants to do. She really does. And that's bold to do because- so many people around us will look at us and say, Ugh, like, that's like, why would you do that? Like, they don't, not, not everybody's going to understand what your action, your bold action is that you want to take. They're not going to get that. It's not for them anyway. It's for you, you know, and we have to be willing to stretch ourselves beyond that. So, you know, when I say, you know, about not kidding yourself or lying to yourself, be honest with yourself, like do some serious, deep searching when it comes to that and really be honest with yourself. Well, it's so funny that, I was really praying a lot. I felt it. Um, I know quite a few people for the past four or five years that always, uh, always choose a word every year. And I did like the concept. I really do because it keeps you every year reminding yourself. And I really was doing a lot of praying because I really loved that uh, Josh chose bold action for his word this year. And I really was praying and me being the person that I am, I, I like to be unique, I think in some ways. And a lot of words that get thrown out there are, and this isn't against anybody else's words. So, you know, I feel like people need to choose the word to remind her of what they need to grow in yep. and like faith, hope, trust, love. Those are things that a lot of people say, you know, I want to focus on. But me being, because one of my biggest uh, focuses in my life is personal development, I really started praying to God, like, I want words that are going to challenge me. Um, like, increasing my faith is like me waiting for for circumstances to come in my life and then challenging me to have enough faith. That's waiting, that's being reactive. And um, love is really just challenging me to love the unlovable. And that's something I think that I challenge myself with naturally. It's not something I need a reminder about. And what started coming to me is a word like obedience. Obedience mm. is going to challenge me to be obedient. And that goes, I think, alongside with Josh's word that he chose is bold action. Bold action is being obedient to the things that God puts on your heart. Mm. If God gives you something to do and, and you're a warrior for Christ, he's expecting you to take bold action to get that done. I mean, Noah was building an ark for years, getting mocked and humiliated 
by everyone and still that's bold action, but that's obedience. And I want something that's going to challenge me and that's obedience. I want humility. I mean, humility, I'm already thinking unless it changes is going to be my thing next year. I want something that's going to stretch me, knock me down and make me more Christ-like. And that's the thing that's going to do that. And that's obedience. And I did start writing my book. Uh, I, I'm like, no, I said I was going to start it by the end of the month. And so what I did is it's one sheet of paper right now. And I have points listed on there. Like, what's my main points of my book that I want to accomplish? You know, like women that were abused, um, <clears throat> overcoming and being able to God to rescue them, but being sexual abuse, overcoming it, alcohol addiction, and then personal development, turning your life over to God. Personal, like Those are points that I want covered in my book. And so I started doing that just to start because I don't know where to start. And so when you do that, you just need to start. So and that's obedience. It is obedience. And that's the whole point of taking bold action is is we want to do things in our lives. And it's not always a selfish thing. Like I think we get especially as Christians, we get real, real comfortable saying, well, you know, I, I can't make it about me. No, God wants to be he wants to use you. And for us to do that, we have to make sure that we pour into ourselves in a healthy way, right? In a healthy way to stretch us in a specific way so he can he can shine his light through us. And we do that through growing. And Christy mm-hmm. keeps mentioning personal development. I mean, that's really honestly the whole reason why we started this podcast, take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level. We have to develop ourselves personally. We have to really do that. And part of that is our faith. It is. And God wants to give us more. Like he was, like the prayer of Jabez, right? He wants to give us more territory, but he's not going to just give it to us if we're not building ourselves up to do that. And we do that through taking bold action. Christy's saying obedience. You know, she knows that's something that really speaks to her. And that's not an easy thing. You have to have you have to take bold action in that direction to be able to do that. And that's not lying to yourself. You know, that's like the first point is we have to be honest with ourselves. Like, all right, what area of my life right now am I really slacking in and that I really need to be stretched in, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm going to really, I'm going to do everything in my human power and with the power of Christ in me to move forward in this area of my and life. And ask yourself the tough questions. Like, am I actually taking the action needed to, to be obedient to what God wants me to do? And, do I really want to do that? Am I, am I giving myself excuses? You know, we can be, uh, being self-aware. We can really convince ourselves. Like I try, I tried this month, you know, I had so much going on. You could take five minutes to start something, to start going towards that goal. You could have done that Mm -hmm. and don't be too hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it, but be honest with yourself. Say, okay, this is actually honestly where I'm at. And this is what I'm going to do next week to move myself Mm. forward. Don't beat yourself up. Don't dwell, but actually take action. Yeah, which leads us into our second point. My sister's here. Oh, what's up, sister? Choose your BHAG. That's not a misspelled word. We've talked about it before. What's a BHAG, baby? Big, hairy, audacious goal. Sounds delicious. (laughs) I know. That's his word. It's not my word. It's in a book. Okay, I stole it. Yeah. Every time that he says that, I just think of this big, huge, hairy monster with like (laughs) eyeballs that roll all around. You know, that's what I think about every time he says that. I'm like, ooh, that doesn't mean, ooh. But I get the point. People remember it. So with that, with the big, hairy, audacious goal, I was reading today something and I'm like, this is actually a really good point. So when you're setting a big, hairy, audacious goal, you need to follow your gut. And so, instantly like what's your gut reaction to that a lot of times 
uh, people, especially when they're young, like we're in our forties. And I think what happens when you start getting into your forties, you start actually believing the things that you're telling yourself that you should do the thirties. It starts, but forties, it really starts to become more clear. And if if you're in your twenties, you really need to ask, trust your gut. Are you taking, trying to take bold action to what your loved ones or your in circle of influence is telling you they think that you should be, or are you taking bold action to what God is telling you that you should be? So it's okay to have someone that, you know, that you love and trust look at you and say, well, I really think I'm going to use Josh as an example, actually. Yeah. I'm serious. He's not going to like this example because he get, this gets him froggy, but I can't tell you how many people have came up to me in the past six or seven years and privately, individually, all different times. I can't even tell you how many and probably have came up to him and said that he should start his own church. We should start our own church. He should be a pastor and we should start our own church. And if he wasn't as confident in the direction that God wants him to go, or if he struggled with pride, you know, and he has all these people coming up to him saying, Oh my gosh, you're such a great speaker and he gives everything to God. You should be, you should be a pastor. He may start believing what people are telling him and not listening to the Holy Spirit's voice of what he should be doing. He doesn't feel called to be a pastor. And that's awesome that he knows that he knows that he's a gifted speaker. He knows that he can deliver words very, very well. He's like a word ninja. Um, but we feel like we've been called, it's kind of more, it's awesome how God works because it's kind of like aligning and morphing into like this very clear vision of what we want God, what God wants us to be doing. So if he was, would have started listening to that three or four years ago, he maybe if he wasn't so clear, like I am not called to be that. I don't have any gut feeling to say, oh yeah, that really gets me. He may have started going off in that direction and sometimes even doing something for God in the wrong direction is still not right. That is so true. And so I needed to use that as you have to go with your gut reaction to it. Don't listen to and let your head get in the way and start being like, yeah, yeah, I, I should, I should. And he has never done that. So I had to use that as an example. You need to follow your gut and really be in tune with what you know the Holy Spirit is calling you to do. Yeah, I I can't agree with that more. And I think it's so important when we talk about a BHAG, when we talk about a big, hairy, audacious goal, uh, that we don't allow our pride to get the best of us, right? Yeah. And that's what Christy's saying, is that we have to make sure that we don't say, oh, yeah, you know, like, that's what I should be. No, you know, I like using the reference. I know my lane. I know the lane because I know God where he has put me and where I'm going to have the most impact and influence. And that's what God wants for Josh and for Christy and for you, like he does. And seeking after that and taking our bold action towards that direction is the way that we find out for sure. Like there's so many things that I've tried to do that I've attempted to do in the years up until today that's led me to where I'm supposed to be today. And that comes from taking action and bold action. Like we'll never always know exactly what we're supposed to do until we start to figure out what we're not supposed to do. You know, and as time has went on in my own life, you know, when I, I talk about a big, hairy, audacious goal, I've always hung on to that. Uh, but the, the details around it now, like Christy said, are starting to come very clear. They're starting to become extremely clear. But I've always known for, I mean, as far as, and I would always go where God tells me to go, but I've never felt called 
by any means uh, to to be a pastor of a church. I'm just not, you know, I, I don't feel called to that. I feel there's a specific direction that God's laid out in my heart and I stay in that lane. And it's, it's, it's what's allowed me to continue to, to build momentum in this direction. Well, I think it's very important to know that's what the whole point of ask yourself the tough questions and make a big, hairy, audacious goal is to think outside the box. Us as a society are very boxed thinkers. So if a person loves the Lord and is a gifted speaker, instantly, where does someone's brain go? Automatically to be a pastor. Doesn't go anywhere else. It goes just to that. If your child is growing up or if you're in your 20s and all your whole and you love animals and you're constantly taking care of animals, your family is instantly going to be like you should be a vet. And then that may be something that's spoken over you and into you while you're growing up. What if you're meant to be uh what's the ocean people? Like the ocean, no, marine, biologist. marine biologist. And just because you love animals doesn't need mean you need to be a veterinarian. That's us as a society being a very boxed thinker. Mm-hmm. We instantly say animals, you love animals, it's a vet. And there's so many other very, very good careers if you love animals with that much of a passion that you could be doing besides being a veterinarian. And that's the thing that you need to do. You need to ask yourself the tough questions. You need to really be in tune with what God wants for your life and then set an audacious goal for that. Mm. That's what it needs to be. Yeah. So I think a lot of times what happens is we allow the voices around us, the people yeah. that, in, that, you know, that are around us, whether we think they influence us or not, to put us in a box, to, to belittle the not way that purpose, we, we want to grow. And they never do it on purpose. Yeah. It's never an intentional thing. And, Mm-mm. you know, thinking big, it, it, there's nothing wrong with thinking big. And I think what ends up happening is when we think big, it makes other people feel small. And when we make other people feel small, they, they don't understand the, the growth or the direction we're trying to go. And uh, the area that maybe you you want to be big in maybe isn't that big to somebody else, but to other people, maybe it's outrageous, you know? So we have to understand that our big, hairy, audacious goals are always going to continuously grow, right? Once we read a, reach a milestone in our growth in whatever area we're trying to get to, we need to create another one or a bigger one about this one topic. That way we continue to grow. And I bring that up because, you know, Christy has a bachelor's degree and, you know, a few years ago she got this BHAG and says, you know what? I think I'm going to go back to school. And, uh, and I'm like, okay. And she's working full time. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go back to school and get my master's degree. And she is now, I'm getting goosebumps. She is now in her last semester to receive her master's degree. She hasn't stopped going since that day she started. She hasn't stopped going. That has been a big, hairy, audacious goal for her to complete this. Now, are you tired, babe? Mm -hmm. Are you over it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in eight short weeks from now, she will be done. And that, my friends, will feel way different the day after this is all done than it does today. And yeah. that's how our that's how bold action works. It doesn't so always funny, feel though, good in the beginning. I'm like, unless I change my mind in a couple of years and decide to get my doctorate. You know, no matter how no matter how tired I am, I know that in a couple of years from now, <laughs> I may change my mind and decide that I want to get a doctorate in psychology. Yeah. And that's because that's the direction that we're going, you know, with you know, wanting to help blended Christian couples and, you know, Josh is a certified personal coach now and going to be a certified relationship coach. That's something that we want to do is to help people. And the more that I can get knowledge and education, and I know he feels the same way Mm -hmm. to know what I'm talking about and biblical knowledge, biblical knowledge and people knowledge to understand that the more that I can help other people and know myself, you know, to be able to handle that. So 
That's yeah, awesome. See, even Tyler's like, Kelly didn't think she would make it either. It was so stressful, but she did. And yeah, I remember. I remember you guys posting stuff online about her getting uh, her bachelor's in nursing. I know. And that is an achievement, okay? That is a massive achievement. It's hard. Education is hard, especially when we are very irresponsible adults, which Tyler, I know you understand this. You know, you come from a background very similar to like Christy and I. You know, we went out and uh, put put ourselves into the world in, in all the wrong ways and all the other things that matter suffered from that. So, you know, we have to, we have to pull up our big boy and big girl pants and we have to tighten the belt and we say it's bold action time. It's time to really step up in these areas. And it's hard. The older you get, the harder it gets. But, you know, we even mentioned at Celebrate Recovery recently that we were, we're going to have a vision board workshop. And the whole point and purpose of that is because people need to have BHAGs. They got to have big, hairy, audacious goals. Like people need to start grabbing onto these things and really visualizing them and being part of them. And it's really hard for guys to do stuff like that because it feels real kind of foo-foo, you know, kind of girly. And it's not. It's intentional is what it is. And we need to be intentional. We need to have bold action. If we want to have bold results in our lives, which I know you all do, we mm-hmm. need to do the things that are necessary to do that. Yeah. And I saw what Mark said. Ooh, she doesn't she talking. Um, I saw what Mark said. And it's so funny, Mark, because I didn't even know that you said that to Josh. It, it, the majority of the people that I've told him this are people that aren't coming, that don't come to our church. They're people that he has spoke with and at Celebrate Recoveries around at other churches or that has came to our Celebrate Recovery. A lot of those people are like, you need to start your own church, you know, so. No, I think when it comes to, I mean, we don't even need to dive into all that, but I no. think I think when it comes to, uh, you know, certain ways of communication, it's really powerful to a lot of people, you know, and I appreciate that. And I feel like God has called me in that way to, to be a communicator. And uh, I do love doing it, number one. But number two, I think it's important that, you know, we find the goal that works best for us that God's called us to do. Christy, look at Josh's chest. Just do it. That's right. He's so funny. You're funny, Tyler. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I wish you guys lived by us. <laughs> So, oh man, we'd have so much fun. All right. So number three, let me get, let's jump into number three. Number three is tell a friend, tell some friends. Do you remember that one? Tell, tell a close friend to hold you accountable. That's right. Yeah. Tell That's what you need to do. And it needs to be a person that you respect because if they say something to you and you don't respect them. Ooh. Miss Wilson, Mrs. Wilson, my sister, Speaking of that, just passed the bar. So Which she, is an incredible yeah. accomplishment. A mother of two. Babies, little. Ba- little little ones. Yeah. yeah, little ones. Which is, that's a BHAG girl. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, she, that's, that's, that's a no huge joke. accomplishment. Huge accomplishment. She so. gets her smarts from her sister. Just saying. February 8th, <laughs> though. I didn't know she was starting a new job. So that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Making that big money. Miss Wilson. That's right. So you tell a friend and it needs to be somebody that you respect, but also needs to be someone that trusts. So if you tell someone, um, that you don't respect or you don't really look up to, and then they want to lovingly tell you, even if it's loving, you're not going to take it the right way. Or if it's someone that loves you too much, um, (laughs) they're not going to hold you accountable tough enough. You know, it's, they're not going to know how to do that tough love. So it needs to be someone that, um, really, really knows you and you really, I did get it from her. And you, and you respect (laughs) throwing her off. Yes. I think it is important though, that we have good accountability. And I think it's really hard to find good accountability because 
you know, I say it all the time. I think it's, it's one of these things. And even myself, I do it a lot. You know, I like to hear my opinion out of someone else's mouth and that does nothing good for Josh. It doesn't help me. Now it's nice to be around like-minded people, but it's also very important to be around people that are willing to hold you accountable. And when we're trying to reach for big goals, it usually feels insultive to the majority of people around us because they don't understand it. And we got to have somebody that says, hey, I'm here to support you. Whatever your crazy, wacky dream is, you're you know, 45 years old and you want to be an astronaut, hey, all the power to you, brother. If that's what you want to do and you really feel like God's calling you to that, I'm here to support you and I'm going to hold you accountable to it. And we got to find people in our circle of our community. And if we don't have those, we need to find those. We need I, to be intentional with I it. really don't. I don't understand that. Okay. And those types of people are not my people. Like, I really don't understand if anybody came up to me and they're like, Hey, I'm going to be an astronaut or, Hey, I'm going to move. And God, I think that God's calling me to go save the rainforest, you know, and that it's awesome. Like good for you. Like go do it. I hope you do do that and make an impact for God in the way that you feel like I don't get people not being excited for people that have big, huge goals because it actually sparks a fire in me. And that's similar to like celebrate recovery. Why? Like after you have been sober one year, two years, three years, we say you don't stop coming because you can help encourage the people that are coming that are still in their addiction. But when then they first start getting sober, they continue that fire and that spark in you and you don't lose it. You don't become apathetic to what's going on. And that is the amazing thing about being around people that have big, hairy, audacious goals and are constantly wanting self-improvement and I am encouraging them. It fires me up too to yeah. take my, in my own way. I can't be around people that aren't going to be excited for my big, huge visions in the direction that I'm going. I can't do that because that doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't compute. I, we should all be rooting for one another. We should all be wanting everyone to be able to go out and make a huge impact. And like I said, our brains are so boxed up. You, we can't even fathom all the different uh, careers someone could have when it comes to animals, you know, unless you Google it and start looking it up. How many big, huge goals, so many people in the world could be doing all these things that you wouldn't even be able to think of. You should be excited for them because God makes us all unique mm. and puts different things on all of our hearts for a reason. Like we need to go out and do them. We read a book. Um, it was... The Traveler's Gift, I think. That is a fantastic and book. He, uh, at one towards the end, uh, when it really starts becoming clear of what's happening, that this guy's he's like dreaming. You have to you have to read the book to understand. Yeah, it's back on the but shelf. He's walking through uh, this huge. It's this huge room. It says, and there's all these broken down, unused things in there. And he's walking around and he's asking the guy that's showing him around. It turns out to be an angel, I think. And, um, he's like, why is this here? Or why is this here? And he's like, Oh, that is the cure for cancer that someone could have done, but they died with it inside of them. And that is um, a machine that would have made reusable fuel or something, you know, would have, but that died in them because they were, they let fear get the best of them. Or, and that to me speaks volumes. We should be encouraging the people that have big visions. Not everyone gets big visions. 
Some people are want to be supporters. They want to be the people that work behind the scenes. And yeah. God will bring those people into your life and around you. But those are still going to be encouraging the people with the big visions too. So you need to ask yourself the tough question, what's your big vision? And when someone comes to you with a big vision, what is your first reaction about that? Or is your first reaction to be like, <sighs> like that? Then you're not in tune in something in yourself. You're struggling and you're insecure about something and so you need true. to really dig deep and figure out what your big hairy audacious, what God put you on this earth for. Yeah. You, you really need to figure it out because once you figure it out, you're going to be encouraging everybody else to their big hairy audacious goal yeah. and you're going to be on fire for yours. I tell you. Yeah, I had someone, I actually had a conversation with somebody today and he's in his mid thirties and he's like, you know, I've really come to learn that, you know, I'm better in the passenger seat than the driver's seat and I'm okay with that. And that's a hard thing for people to admit, but understanding our lane, knowing where we're supposed to be and where God wants us, uh, being in a support role, you could be the most amazing support role person, you know, and that can forward uh, your dream and somebody else's dream. Like you don't know. And I think it's so important that we find people around us, like you said, good cheerleaders, but at the same time, someone that's going to hold us accountable and say, Hey, you know, you've been slacking on this. Like what's going on with this? And then when we start to feed them a line of baloney, they'd be like, well, no, I know you're better than that. Like, I know that, like you have this fire going, like what happened to this fire? You know, and whether you get the reaction or not, you think you do in the moment that gets that person thinking, you know, it really gets them, tests them in the moment and lets them really get going. So, you know, I think it's just really important that we understand that bold action is the, is the only way that we can do. Let me go through it. Yeah, no, I wanted to let you finish. I was going to scroll. Well, I can post it. But, you know, I think it's really important that we understand that bold action is the only way we get bold results. It's the truth. You know, we all want these big, huge, hairy, audacious things in life to happen, whether it's our circumstances to change, whether it's, you know, to be a better influence and impact for Christ, whatever it is, you know, but the only way that ever happens is if we're willing to stretch ourselves so far, so uncomfortable in a way that is just all bold action. And we have to be willing to do that. And Tyler, I think that you and Kelly should, number one, because you guys have huge outreach hearts. You guys went down on the streets. You did Big a fundraiser time. to get Bibles. You went down on the streets, started passing Bibles out. You went live while you're doing it. That is something that is apparent with you guys in your Sun Live 662 when you give away mm. gift cards and everything to people. I think that would make a huge impact in your community with already the work that you guys are doing. So I think... That's awesome. If that's what you think God wants you to do. <laughs> I think it's awesome. And we know about this, Sarah. We know. We've talked to Sarah. Sarah wants to be uh, going to mortuary science, you know, and Christy and I know and her had a conversation last year, even maybe the year before mm -hmm. about that, you know, Sarah, do it, you know, figure it out, find out a way, you know what I mean? Talk to people that do know or find resources, call the schools, like dig into it. You know, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, Kelly and Tyler, like, you know, I, I too can see that in you guys, mm -hmm. you know, just like Sarah, Christy and I she see likes that dead in you. people. Hey, that she is likes a, that. That is that's a, a gift. gift. Okay, that's a gift on its own. You know, we have to we have to work towards it though. We can't expect instant results and I think that's a problem that we end up with in our society is we feel like I took a little bit of bold action today, why don't I have the result tomorrow? And that's not how this works. That's why a good healthy community, a support community makes the world of difference. You know, let's be a community of people that support each other in this big audacious world that we're trying to push forward uh, the gospel in. You know, we really want to make a difference for Christ. I know everybody on here does. I know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we 
we don't do that alone, number one. We don't do that without really stepping up and having bold action in our lives. We have to do that. Mm-hmm. We do. And a lot of it needs to be the person that you want to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. It needs to be solution-driven. So, like, if you get a person that you say, okay, I'm going to tell this person that I want to write a book by the end of the year. And then the next time you see that person, they're like, have you written your, any more of your book? And you're like, no, I haven't. I've been really busy, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, well, you know that you should. And then that's it. (laughs) That's not holding you accountable. If it was me, I would be like, okay, well, what happened this past week? Well, I had this, 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 and this. And then I'd say, okay, well, those things are rarities. Those things aren't going to come up every single week. So you're right. That was an out of touch week. What are you going to do moving forward in this next week to make up for it? Do you have a plan? Are you actually going to do something on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day it is? And they're like, yep, I'm going to do it on Tuesday. Okay, well, I'll check in with you on Wednesday or Thursday. Do you want me to? Or do you, why don't you check in with me? Yes. Okay. That's setting like deadlines and actual goals of doing it. That's coaching. If then someone says, I'm like, okay, you were really busy this last week. Well, what happened? Well, I did this. I did that. Did you watch any movies? Did you watch any TV shows? You do need downtime. So I don't want it. But how many days did you watch those? How many days did you play games on your phone? How much, how much time does the iPhone tell you that you spent on your phone? You know, like, look at that. It's bad. It's scary. So that's the type of thing. And I'm not there to be their mom. I'm there to help them open up their eyes to the extra time if they have it that is available that they're just not seeing. And I need that too. And And so do I. Yes. So that's a person that's going to lovingly hold you accountable. They're not going to stop being your friend if you don't do it because they're going to realize that they can't do it for you. It's your dream. It's your goal. Either you're going to do it or you're not. They're not going to get mad at you, but they're going to try to help you. And then eventually, if you just aren't making that action anymore, they're going to be the person that comes to you and say, I'm just not going to check in with you anymore right now because you're not ready to make that action right now. And that's fine, but I don't want to get mad about it, number one. Or harass you. Or harass you. You know, that that puts your friend or that significant other in a precarious predicament, yeah. especially someone like me that likes to hold people accountable. But not you know? be an egg. But not be an egg. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to do it anymore because you obviously don't want to do it. Yeah, so I told someone the other day, like the greatest analogy of having the perfect accountability partner is this. Almost look at it like it's like gears, okay? You have your strengths and your weaknesses, your strengths and your weaknesses, and the best accountability partner is someone that is the opposite of those things. Okay. Then you're able to hold each other accountable on a lot of things. So if you have, right. We're actually opposite. We are actually opposite in a lot of things, right? I'm a fantastic starter. I'm a horrific finisher. She will never start anything. Because I know if I do. She will finish everything. Right. So I don't start nothing. Right. And that's so, (laughs) it's so good to find that. It's so good to find that though in an accountability partner. That way we can really actually truly help each other reach goals. Now, if you have just one person doing things one way, it doesn't work that way. So mm-hmm. if you have somebody that's holding you accountable, help hold them accountable. Make sure you get the okay. Like, look, let's hold each other accountable in these areas. The worst thing we can do though, you know, and this is the greatest analogy that I know how to use is if you have two people that want to lose weight and you're both extremely overweight, you're, you're horrible accountability partners. Right. We're not extremely overweight. Okay. But, 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 but we're not though. Right. We like to emotionally eat. So when Christy's like, we should be eating better. I'm like, okay, and I'll make dinner good for one night. And then the next day she's like, I really want ice cream. I'm like, okay, I'll go get it. You know? And that's at nine o'clock at night. Even I'll be like, I really want ice cream. And today's my birthday. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. We've been really good this year though. We've, we've, we're on a mission. I'm feeling good. 
Yeah, but but make sure that you find somebody that's yeah. like a gear, right? That their weaknesses isn't your weakness. And it's so important to that. We want to reach goals. That's what we want to do. And it's not about making the goal as much as it is about taking action a little bit each and every day towards that. And we do that helpfully and hopefully through good accountability. See, Tyler and I are similar when it comes to, I get discouraged really fast too. And it actually is embarrassing to me because everything that I've been through in my life, and it sounds like you've been through a lot too, Tyler, is that you wouldn't think I would get discouraged so fast. But when it comes to things that I'm doing, I get discouraged so fast. I'm like, well, I screwed up today and I didn't do everything that I said I was going to do. So I might as well not even try, you know, and he's the person that he doesn't get discouraged easily at all, which that's something that's amazing in our relationship because I'll come home and he doesn't get frustrated with me. I'll come home and I'll just be like, well, just forget it. Not, nope, not doing it. I'm shutting down, (laughs) not doing it. Shutting down. And he'll be like, babe. And then he'll talk me yeah. through it. And then I'll be like, okay, you're right. I'm overreacting. I had someone the other day tell me the exact thing. Robin told me the other day. He's like, dude, you never get discouraged. He doesn't. And it's a weird thing because I don't feel that way. I think it's just a, a gift that God has given me about, I just, I see beyond the problem. I don't know if it's old salesman in me coming through, but I see beyond that. But that's what works good for us, right? So she's good about lovingly and she's so good, at least with me. I can't speak with the way that she is with everybody else, but with me, she's so good with her her nagging with me is not nagging. It's like a loving push because she knows me and she cares about pushing me in certain directions and she knows the thing. So just before we even got on this today, okay. Yeah, real quick. Just, okay. Just before we got on the show today, right? We're sitting here and she looked at me and she's like, you got your coaching. You already got, you're already certified as a coach, but you have your relationship coach thing we already paid for. Uh, When are you doing it? And I'm like, we've already talked about this. I said, I said two weeks. She's like, yep, that's next Friday. And I'm like, I know. I know, but she does it in a loving way, right? We're laughing, we're giggling, we're doing these things, but she knows that it's important and she knows like Josh gets doing a lot of things, starting a lot of things, that's what I do. And um, I have a hard time finishing them. So it's, she's lovingly holding me accountable and we need that in our life. What yeah, Tyler so, said? No, next Friday is the deadline and he knows it. But the problem is, is that Josh will start something new a lot that's really interesting to him and he gets like research- hoarder okay like he's gonna hoard in his brain is must research about every every single detail so this one thing can have 50 gazillion details in it and he's gonna research every single thing he can find about all 50 gazillion details and then once he gets to the end He's ready to move on to something else. It's true. It's so true. So it's it's like he gets laser focused on that research though. And right now he's laser focused him. A BHAG of ours. A lot of you may, may know this, may not know it, but we really want to become, uh, (laughs) blended Christian couple coaches. We really want to create a community for blended Christian couples because a lot of resources that aren't, aren't out there. Uh, and communities aren't out there to let people know that uh, God's still going to bless your marriage, and you. But you can't actually run the same as a nuclear family. You can't. It's not. It's not There's so much more. Complex. It's not realistic to think that way, no. and still be a part of the Christian community and look for biblical guidance and all this stuff. And Josh, with his bold action this year is like, I want to do our first event and we're going to do it on April 10th. So now, you know, this, I really wanted him. He, you know, he told me a couple weeks ago, I'm going to be able to get that research, um, coaching certificate. I'll be able to sit down. Relationship one. Yeah. I'll be able to sit down and get that done in a couple days. And you know better. 
Yeah, <laughs> I did because he is he's doing this. We're doing this April 10th thing and he is all about about it, which is too. It's fun. But he is like all day, every day, which he's a perfectionist in everything he does with excellence when these. So, you know, he's developing a website. He's doing all this stuff, which is taking up a lot of his time amongst all those other responsibilities with Celebrate Recovery and church and our family and all this stuff. So I know um, he'll get he'll get consumed in, you know. So, if, if but I, I just, but I will do the relationship. Yeah, he will. I will. I will do it if I say, "Hey, give me a day that you're going to get it done." Then, because I don't want to nag. I do not want to nag. I'll start getting mad if I have to nag about something because I don't want to. So I am like, and she's a mad nag. <laughs> um, I'll be like, just give me a date that you're going to have it done, and and I know he will if he gives me a date. Hey, well, he could have told me two months from now, and I'm like, okay, that'll be the day then. I don't want it to be two months from now because right. I will lose all of the steam to do it. So it's important that I do. And it, it's, it's it's a small add-on portion of the already certification I did, which was super in-depth. So yeah. what? What he's saying. Yeah. What do you say? What it's you their say? YouTube channel. Like our YouTube channel. I'll be working on editing for. Yeah. Yeah, it, no. yeah, that's us. Amen, brother. Amen, Tyler. A, 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 amen. But, but. I enjoy doing that stuff and it's hard when we're trying to do all of these things all at one time, right? We have our regular life that we're trying to do. Christy's trying to work 140 hours a week. It seems like right now at a new job and you know, she's trying to finish up a master's program 60. and be a mom and be, you know, and do all these things. Right. So it's hard. We really lose steam on the, on the big B hag, but that's how we do it. We keep each other accountable. We keep pushing towards, we keep taking bold action. I told her, I'm like, we're going to, you know, we'll reach out to some really awesome friends of ours and see if they'd be willing to come and be special guests at this event. I'm going to, I'm going to ask, I'm just going to do it. And it was really hard for me to do. And I know it seems weird, but it just was. And I did. And they're like, we absolutely would love to do that. And I'm like, whoa, I was really taken back by it. I mean, yeah. it brought me to tears. Like, I'm like, whoa, you know, cause this is a direction we want to go and it's time we start taking action and doing it. So we want to encourage you. This is what you need to do. You need to set up a BHAG, if you don't already have one, you need to find an accountability partner, somebody that's really going to be helpful to you and you can be helpful to them and, you know, and start taking some bold action. Set this year on fire. Like, don't play around. Like, be super intentional that by the time 2022 hits, January 1 of next year hits, you're like, man, 2021 didn't matter what was going on. All I know is I was really able to get some stuff done and God is working hard in my life right now. And I am just so proud of all of the room and, and things that I've been able to, to, to produce, you know, via, you know, taking bold action because of God in my life. So. Well, and I want to be completely honest, Tyler, that what you guys are feeling is stuff that we feel too. And I never want to be, one of the things about me is I never want to be embarrassed about the feelings that I feel because when we, when we are honest about what we're feeling and bring them out into the open, we can actually deal with them and then get through them yeah. and not let them take root. And like we watch you and Kelly's, uh, Sun Life 662, you guys have a huge following and I'll be watching you guys and you guys are amazing. And I've looked at Josh and been like, you know, we just aren't getting traction and getting a following like they're getting. And, um, we, I, are we doing the right thing? Are we talking about relevant topics? Are we doing these things? And those doubts will start creeping in yeah. on me and they will on him. Yes. And and we'll have to talk like, do we love to do this? Do we want to make an impact for God? Do we want to encourage others to really take bold action and take their faith, family and future to the next level? If one person got saved over it, or if one person got so inspired that they went out and were able to bring 10 more people to God, yes. would that be worth it? Yes. 
It would. And those are the types of things. The devil wants us to be discouraged. He wants us to quit. He wants us to quit. And we had to remember who we're in competition with. It's not flesh and blood. You know, it's the spirits and the demons out there that the Bible talks about that the devil wants to not make an impact for the kingdom of God. So true. And those are real feelings. And when we talk about them, get them out, they lose their power. They lose their power. Mm. You you can combat them then with positive things. So true. And you and Kelly are amazing, amazing on fire for God people. So if you're ever feeling discouraged, you need to reach out to us. <laughs> yeah. And I love even what Mark said, you know, and this is the thing, Mark. Yes, we can get caught up in research, research, research. We can get caught up in the thought, 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 thought. And then when the moment does arise, when God delivers the moment for us to be able to take this bold action, we're just like... Pfft. We fizzle out on it. And I do that. I am, you like my fizzle noise? And that's what, that does happen. Like it does happen. You know, it's, it's, I get real spunky in the beginning on stuff and, and I fizzle quick and that's not what God's looking. That's the enemy stepping in and saying, you know, maybe there's some discouragement or some boredom. You know, I get bored real simple and easy and that's just Mm -hmm. distraction is what it is. And that's why, you know, we really need to step into what God's asking us each individual person to do in our lane? Where are we good at? What is it that that our heart yearns for that we really feel like God's really calling us to do? And if we don't know about that, pray about it. Ask God for guidance in this area. Ask close friends like, hey, what do you think? What is your opinion? You know, that's what I, that's personally what I have done. And that's what I continue to do because um, God doesn't want us to sit where we're at because if we're not moving forward, we're moving backwards. We don't want to be like some of those people on American Idol who <laughs> are like, I am going to be a singer. Yeah, pants on the ground. <laughs> and then you end up on the bloopers because no one is telling them, like, you can't sing. So we do want to be honest with one another. Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, we've rambled for almost an hour, just like Christy said. <laughs> this is a great topic, though. You know, it's so it important that we support each other. You guys are an amazing people. You come on here, you support each other, you support us. You know, we want to be a community of believers. Yeah. But even beyond just believing in Christ, we want to be people that take action for Christ. And we do that by really digging in and being bold in the things that we do. So support each other. Uh, be accountable with each other and um, help take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level. Yep. All right. Have a great week. We'll see you guys. Happy birthday to me. Next Tuesday. Happy birthday to the beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.